Hello and welcome to the In My 20s and Tired podcast where I talk about the struggles of going through your 20s. So in previous episodes I have talked about having tattoos, piercings and colored hair as a teacher. I've talked about the um, quarter-life crisis, struggles of being a vegan, cruelty-free beauty and last week I talked about astrology and I explained the signs of the zodiac. Uh, There's so much more to tell about astrology and uh, today I'm going to talk about the place that planets have in the zodiac and in astrology. Uh, But first I'm going to do a little bit of a personal update. Like a little bit because not much um, has happened this week. I played a lot of Animal Crossing uh, and I finally enabled the construction app so I can build and remove cliffs and water and I can place paths. So I've been working on my island uh, a lot and um, I still love the game so much. I'm having so much fun with it. Um, after I record this episode, I'm probably gonna play for a little bit. Um, I also had to go into work this week on Thursday because it was my time to look after uh, some of the kids in school daycare because here in the Netherlands kids who have parents in vital professions like in the food industry or in a medical industry or if they are teachers um, they have to go to school so to what you could compare to daycare I guess Um, I really miss teaching and I can't wait till the schools are allowed to open again. I am really interested in seeing uh, what shape teaching is gonna have because we're gonna have to change things. We can't go on where we can't... um, How do I say that? We can't pick up where we left off. So yeah, I really miss the kids and kids miss school too. I've spoken to a few of them. Um, And next year, I am going to be in the last year of my study because I'm still studying to become a teacher, even though I have my first paid job since like one and a half months. Um, But yeah, next year, I'm going to be in my last year of this study and I'll have to do my final internship and hopefully I can do that at the school that I currently work at. Uh, So for the next week I'll be creating my resume and writing my cover letter. Uh, I already started that of course Um, but I'll be finishing it and sending it out next week hopefully. Okay so after my personal update I'd like to talk about news but since um First of all, the main topic of the episode um, is gonna be gonna take long enough to fill up the entire episode, probably. <laughs> uh, but also, all news is related to the virus, and I, I just don't feel like talking about it. I'm sorry, I just don't. Everybody is talking about it, and everybody is thinking about it. Um, so I might as well not give it any more attention. Oh, I want to give one more personal update. Um, so I wrote down a couple of things, but I wrote it down yesterday for to film today. But today something interesting happened because uh, I gave my boyfriend a haircut, 
and uh, it was the first time that I ever gave anyone a haircut and it was um, nerve-wracking first of all to start um, because I had never used are they called clippers like the the thing he uses to shave his beard Um, We use that for his hair, or I should say, I use that for his hair and I did like a little fade on the back of his head and then I cut a little bit off the top uh, of his head as well, hair as well. Um, And it turned out really great, so I'm really proud of that. I really like hair and I have a really big appreciation for hairdressers because I feel like it's such an underrated profession. And I would have loved to be a hairdresser. I might still go through study to become one. I'm not sure. But I really like hair and playing with hair. So yeah, it was really fun (laughs) to give my boyfriend a haircut. And it was even more fun that it came out pretty great. If I say so myself. But he was also happy with it. And of course I made pictures. I'm not going to show them because I don't show my boyfriend here on YouTube because he prefers to not be on YouTube, which I completely respect. So yeah, I took pictures and I sent them to my family and they all said that I did a great job. So um, yeah, okay, that was the personal update. There's no news, like I said. So let's get into the main topic, astrology, planets explained. Ooh. Okay, I'm just gonna make this big because I am not wearing my glasses and I can't read. So, how are the planet meanings used in astrology? And I will link some articles that I used to put all of this together because I want it to be more structured than last week because this is an inform- informative episode. So I want to have all the correct information and I want to kind of have all the information that I can give you. So I used a website called labyrinthos.co. I will link the article, specific article that I used in the show notes. And I'll link to, what's it called? Dynamic Astrology, I think. I got their book called The Signs, The Signs, yeah, by Caroline Faulkner. And I used both of those sources to kind of this together. So labyrinthos.co says that each planet in the following list symbolizes something in our lives, a universal component of our experiences. They rule over different parts of our psyche, different desires, different needs that create who we are. Therefore, your own personal combination of zodiac signs planet locations and houses end up depicting a portrait of you in something known as the natal chart. I call it a birth chart. It's basically the same thing. And I mentioned houses, uh, which is something that I want to go over in a later episode because I think it's just too much to put all in one episode. So I don't know if I'm going to talk about that next week because I'll have three weeks full of astrology. Um content but who knows we get this natal chart or birth chart from mapping the heavens during the moment of your birth into world into the world so your birth chart will be like this circle and it has all kinds of 
um, lines in it. I'm just gonna, if you're watching this on YouTube or you're playing this on YouTube and you clicked out, you might wanna click in right now because I'm gonna show you what my birth chart looks like. Oop, I put it, placed it in my bullet journal. So this is what my birth chart looks like. And it's basically, if you um, took a picture of the sky, of the our universe, I guess, um, and you'd see the planets and the placements of the planets and the houses. So kind of like that. There's actually, oh, I should have written this down, but I'm just thinking of it. I'm going to see if I can Google it. Um, there is this house actually here in the Netherlands and I would love to go there. Uh, what is it called? Um, it is this house and it was made by this scientist. It is a scientist and I should, I should know this. I think, yes. Okay. So I don't know how to pronounce it, this in English. So, but in Dutch it is Eise Eisinga. And um, he has this planetarium, I guess, and um, or it's called a planetarium. And it's really interesting because apparently in his living room, he has all the moving pieces in uh, the universe or in our universe. So you can, I think you can look up your own birthday and the time, I think also, and it will show you in the living room on the ceiling um yeah what the planets were placed like um so even if you're not into astrology it's still something that's from astronomy astronomy <laughs> that is really interesting so okay so i am gonna try and place a picture in here of what that looks like so i have never been there before um but it looks really really cool and I really want to go there. Too bad we're in quarantine and I can't go anywhere. Um, so that is a little bit about what, uh, how planet meanings are being used in astrology. So now I want to go through the astrolo ooh, astrological meanings of the planets. Ooh. Sorry. Okay. So, first the sun. The sign that you probably know that you have is your sun sign. So for me, I am born on, or I was born on August 7th. Uh, so that means I'm a Leo, but that just means that my sun was in Leo when I was born. So every planet has a sign that it rules over and the sun actually rules Leo. So that means that when someone's sun it was in Leo at the time that they were born, its influence is extra strong. So the sun transits every month. So that means that a month after the sun sets in a certain sign. So let's say Leo um, it transits into the next sign a month later. In this case, that will be Virgo, since that's the sign that is after Leo. So according to labyrinthos.co, your sun sign symbolizes your basic personality and the self. 
The sun sign gives us the basic understanding of how a person makes their choices, why they do what they do. Um, I'll also be referencing the, uh, the book that I talked about, The Signs. I mentioned it last week as well. Oh, I'm going out of focus on video. That is not necessary. <laughs> okay. Um, she writes that your sun sign can also say something about the relationship that you have with your father or male authority figure. So maybe the traits you inherited from a father figure. Um, and you can also look at the sign your son is in to answer the question of how to fulfill your deeper purpose in life. Ah. Okay. Uh, the next um, planet that we're going to talk about is not really a planet, but it plays a big role, role in astrology. So um, the next, your moon sign will, uh, you will probably figure out after your sun sign. Uh, the moon rules the sign cancer, which means that if you have your moon in cancer, your moon's influence in your life will probably be extra strong. Uh, the moon transits every two to three days, according to Labyrinthas. Daco, your moon sign represents the general depiction of one's feelings, what their instincts drive them to, and what moods are most common. The moon is connected to your emotions, which is to be expected since traits of the Cancer sign are to be emotional. Uh, so that means that your moon sign will tell you something about what you need on an emotional level and to feel safe and secure. So where your sun sign is related to the relationship you have with your father, your moon sign is connected to mothers and mothering. It can tell you something about your relationship with your mother. Um, since every sign has gone wrong and gone right traits, uh, your sign won't necessarily say whether um, you have a good relationship or a bad relationship, but you have to look at the traits of the sign that rules your moon. So I'm going to get a little bit personal here, but not too much because that's not what this podcast episode is about. It's just about to be informative, but I want to give an example. So um, for instance, my sun sign is Leo. Um, and if I look at the traits of Leo that relate to my relationship with my father, it's dependable, loyal, generous, because that is what my father is to me. He's generous in gifts, he's generous in love, and we are very loyal to each other, um, even though we went through some things. Um, and then I look at my moon sign, which is related to my, my relationship with my mother, um, is Aries. Um, her sign is actually Aries, which is also interesting. Um, and if I look at some of the traits from Aries, in this case gone wrong, is aggressive and just, um, it's not good, it's <laughs> explosive. Let's kind of keep it at that. So you have to look at the traits of the sign that rule your moon to kind of... Um, make a picture about that. So Mercury is next. Uh, Mercury rules over the signs Gemini and Virgo, 
Both of these signs usually have great communication skills because your Mercury shows how a person communicates and the general structure of their thoughts. Also, how they can learn and absorb information. So Caroline Faulkner um, also writes about um, that your Mercury sign can say something about how you deliver messages and it says something about your intellectual curiosity. Um, Mercury transits every three to four weeks. Uh, so usually it's either uh, the same sign as your sun sign or one of the signs um, next to your sun sign. So for me, my sun sign is Leo. So my Mercury is either Cancer or Virgo. And I believe it's Cancer. I think so. Um, Venus. I think Venus is a really interesting planet in your birth chart to figure out. Um, it rules Taurus and Libra, which is funny. I'm wearing a Taurus-inspired makeup look right now because I'm doing this Zodiac um, makeup look-inspired... Yeah, Zodiac-inspired makeup look series. <laughs> I had to think about that for a, for a little bit. Um, and it's almost Taurus season. When uh, When is this going up? This is going up on Sunday... And on Tuesday, no, Monday, Monday, yeah, it's going to be Taurus season. Ooh, so um, as you can guess, your Venus sign symbolizes your concepts of beauty and pleasure. It shows what you are attracted to as well as your style of love, how you express yourself in intimate relationships, but also the expectations you have in a relationship. So um, also how you expect yourself to be as a person. I think this is really, um, really interesting. So your Venus sign kind of shows you what you are, how you are in a relationship. What is my Venus? Is my Venus also Cancer? I actually, oh, I have my birth chart right here. Yeah, I have a Cancer Mercury and a Cancer Venus. Um, Venus transits every four to five weeks. So it's usually, I believe, also close to your sun sign. But I'm not sure. I know that it is the case with Mercury. Next, we talk about Mars. And after this, I'm going to take a quick little break because my camera is probably about to stop recording and I need a little bit of a breather. So Mars, when you talk about Venus, you have to talk about, you have to talk about Mars next. So Mars rules Aries, of course, <laughs> and it represents the part of us that is still animalistic. Mars tells us how a person is driven to take action and what makes them passionate, especially in a partner or a career. It says something about your sense of competition, how you maintain your energy levels, what type of sexual partner you are attracted to and who or what you attract. Um, it can all be answered by figuring out your Mars sign. I feel like now I have to tell tell you about um, all of my planet signs. And you know what? I don't care. I, I, I don't mind telling. Um, so in my case, my Mars is in Virgo, um, which basically means that all the traits of a Virgo are traits that I am attracted to. <clears throat> so I am attracted to, um, I don't know, when someone is organized, I guess. Uh, when they are organized and when they are um, kind of 
yeah, should I say healing when they take care of me, you know? That is what I'm attracted to. So your or Mars transits every six to seven weeks. I'm gonna take a little bit of a break now and we'll continue um, in a little bit. I am back and I want to add a little bit to the last thing that I talked about about Mars. So um, I mentioned about my Virgo Mars, that what I'm attracted to, but then um, how I maintain my energy levels. Um, I'm not trying to talk about me, but more kind of show you how you can interpret your planets and kind of um, match them up to the sign that it is in. So uh, to maintain my energy levels, I basically do that with organization and structure. Um, my basic drive is um, yeah, that I am organized, that I like structure, I'm analytical, high achieving. Um, so my need to achieve a lot <laughs> um, kind of drives me, if that makes sense. So yeah. That is what I wanted to add on to maybe make it a little bit easier for you to figure out your birth chart. So next planet we're going to talk about is Jupiter. And Jupiter rules Sagittarius. And the planet represents our sense of optimism, of hope and growth. It shows us how a person finds happiness and purpose as well as where in life <clears throat> they might be most lucky. So Caroline Faulkner writes that your Jupiter sign might tell you where you are skilled in life and which signs energy we use to go over the top. Which is funny because Jupiter... Um, I didn't even write that here. Oh yeah, I did. No, I did. Sagittarius. Never mind. Yeah go over the top. Yeah, that's very Sagittarius. Um, when your Jupiter returns, it is a more fortunate time for you. So that is um, fun to know. Um, yeah, let's see. What, I, what can I say um, about this? So my Jupiter is in Libra. Uh, so my talents um, that I wrote down that relate to Libra are beauty and it's not that I mean that I am beautiful it means that like I said I like giving haircuts I like um, working with beauty I like doing makeup I like doing other people's makeup I like doing hair I like doing other people's hair um, yeah what what else balance um, lots of success and fame in profession or business that is definitely what I'm striving for <laughs> so um, and that I need recognition for effort and work, which is very true. Um, I can go over the top with being vain, materialistic and critical, which is definitely true. So it is also fun to kind of figure out your Libra, uh, no, to figure out your Jupiter sign to kind of um, learn a little about yourself and where you kind of, um, I wouldn't say have to let go, but... Um, be careful that you don't go over the top with that. Um, Jupiter transits every 12 to 13 months. I don't know if I said that already. I don't think so. So next planet is Saturn. 
Saturn rules Capricorn and it is the planet of restriction of reality where we begin to see our limitations. This planet tells us about a person's obstacles, but also where they can be disciplined and where their greater responsibilities lie. It is also about past life karma and life lessons. So basically areas we must master. Um, This is something that is a little... um, I haven't quite figured it out yet, uh, but I wrote some things down in my bullet journal (laughs) about my birth chart and my Saturn is in Aquarius. Um, So I should master communication, I guess, and fight for... I didn't write anything. Oh, no, I did. Fight for progressive change because that is very Aquarius. And it's funny that I am vegan and... So yeah, I do fight for progressive change, I think. Um, Let's see. I think I'm just... um, Oh, first Saturn transits every two to three years. So that is a bigger um, leap of time there. (laughs) Uh, Next is Uranus. Uranus rules Aquarius. And it is the planet of sudden inspiration and change. Um, In your birth chart, Uranus shows where in life you may experience these kinds of sudden changes. Um, Uranus transits every seven years. I am out of focus again on YouTube. Why are you doing this? I did not ask for that. Um, It transits every seven years. So it is what is called a generational sign or generational planet, I guess, since it spreads over a time period of seven years. So to get a better understanding of what your Uranus sign means for you, you should look at the house placements of the sign. Like I said, I'll get into house placements in a later episode because I think it's a little bit too much to talk about in this one episode. Um, But I guess I can kind of talk about that I have my Uranus in Capricorn in the second house. Um, So I'm just gonna kind of tell you what the second house is about. I have it right here. Second house is about assets and values, uh, how you build resources, money matters, and that kind of stuff. So how I interpreted having my Uranus in Capricorn in the second house is... um, that I should deepen my awareness around assets and values um, and be aware about trying not to become arrogant, restrictive, over-serious because those are all um, gone wrong traits of Capricorn and your Uranus is also about um, um, awareness, self-awareness. So yeah... (laughs) It's funny that I now read, it shows you where in life you may experience these kinds of sudden changes. Um, And it's about assets and values. So, I don't know, that can go very right. As in, I'll get a lot of money, earn a lot of money. Or it can go very wrong and I could lose all my money and stuff. But then again, it's not just about money. It's about your values and what you value. So 
yeah, I haven't quite figured this one out, but I think it's very interesting. So another generational planet is Neptune and Neptune rules Pisces and the planet represents the more mystical side of our nature, our dreams, our intuition and our imagination. This planet will show you your dreams as well as your delusions and where they are the most creative. The sign that rules your Neptune will tell you about your deepest fears and loss. Again, you have to look at your house placement um, to be the most accurate. Dreams are fueled by this sign. Um, oh wait, dreams are fueled by the sign that rules the planet. Uh, something about Neptune that I think is really interesting uh, to look at is that it indicates the area where we need to let go. Uh, so look at both the sign and the house gone right and gone wrong traits to figure this one out. Um, so to make this a little bit more clear, I'll again take my Neptune sign and house placement. So my Neptune is also in Capricorn and it's also in the second house. Um, so it is kind of similar, I guess, to my Uranus placement. Um, signs of the traits of the sign Capricorn gone wrong a second that they can be ruthlessly ambitious, materialistic, controlling, over serious and restrictive, like I just said. So those are the areas that I need to let go, which is the same thing basically that my Uranus sign says that I have to be very aware of. Um, the second house represents your assets and values, possessions, uh, my attitude to wealth. So that means that I should especially let go materialistic tendencies, which I do have, tend to have. So your Neptune transits every 10 to 12 years. So it, like I said, it's not a generational planet. So your house placement is key to figuring it out. Uh, the last planet that I'm going to talk about uh, is very interesting. Also haven't quite figured it out yet, but it is Pluto. Um, I know Pluto isn't actually a planet, but it does have an impact in your life, in your birth chart. So we're going to talk about it. Um, Pluto rules Scorpio and the planet symbolizes power and transcendence. Tran transcendence? transcendence <laughs> i don't know it shows how you deal with power as well as your ability um, to deal with rebirth re rebirth and the concept of death and rebirth so like i said i i haven't quite figured out what all of this means uh, because i don't tend to think about death and rebirth a lot um, so the sign that rules your Pluto show will show you how to step into power and how to use it for your own good and the good of others um, so if you look at the house placement you can see what area of your life will enact the most dramatic transformation so my Scorpio or my Pluto is in Scorpio so that means it should be extra strong because um, Pluto rules Scorpio so it should be extra strong and it's in the 12th house um, which is about spiritual leanings and natural connection to the universe um, yeah like I said I haven't quite figured it out um, I 
don't think I wrote down anything that I can talk about, but maybe. Um, so the 12th house also says uh, what I wrote down, music, dance, meditation, yoga and intuition. Um, so what I wrote down for myself is that I should step into my own power by dreams, music, yoga, meditation, intuition. And, and the most dramatic transformation will take place in dreams, spiritual leanings, music. So I do do something with music uh, ne- next to my study or beside my study to become a teacher. Um, at the same school, I'm following a course to become a music teacher. I do like to sing. I like to play piano, guitar, ukulele. ukulele. So maybe it means that I should be a musician, but I don't think so. <laughs> um, so yeah, I still don't have my Pluto sign all figured out. Um, wow, having this all more organized, uh, definitely make sure that I go through this the, the episode more quickly. I am not going to go into houses because I think it is just too um, too complicated, I think. To, or it's going to be too long. If I now go through all the 12 houses, I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to end the episode here. And I don't know if I'm going to talk about houses next week. Or that I'm going to take a break from astrology on this podcast for a few weeks. I have plenty of other, other uh, ideas for topics for episodes. So I might do something else. If you have a request for an uh, episode topic, uh, I would actually love to know. Maybe you know someone who would like to be a guest. I would like that very much as well. So ah, yeah, I really enjoy talking about astrology. I don't get to do it that often because my boyfriend... Um, He's not interested in astrology. He doesn't believe it. He doesn't really know that much about it. So I understand that he doesn't believe it. I didn't used to believe it because I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. If you want to say something to me about today's episode, maybe you have some insights or something else. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can... Uh, put your comments in the uh, comment section Uh, and if you're listening to this anywhere else feel free to send me an email I'll put my email address in the show notes Um, again in the show notes I'll also put the link to the article that I use as well as where you can purchase the book that I used for reference Um, yeah I think that's it yeah Feel free to email me, like I said. I am going to enjoy my Saturday nights, probably play some Animal Crossing. Um, And I really hope you tune in next time. Bye-bye.